Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. I am your host, Martha Reddick, and this week we have Katie Leinecke back to talk about doing weekend sits or weekend nannying. Uh, hello, Katie. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Buckle your seatbelts, friends, because weekend sits are a big, big undertaking yeah they are and I have never done one so um Katie is our expert for this episode and we will be relying on her uh infinite knowledge (laughs) don't say that don't don't give them false hope I don't have infinite knowledge but she does have a lot I have probably done I was thinking on the way over here tonight actually I think that maybe I've done somewhere close to a hundred weekend sits in the word um many years I have been nannying so that's yeah I mean I feel like I have some background that I could talk about so you really do um before we talk about weekend sits let's do because it's been it's been since October yeah it's been a while since you've been on which is crazy Um, (laughs) but you were marathon training I was it was it was a dark time at that point yeah Katie ran a marathon I did I ran 23 of the 26 miles but Still, I, you completed it was 90 degrees. a marathon. It was, 90, it was degrees, 90 degrees. And I threw up multiple times on mile 25. And then I felt great uh-huh. and was able to keep running. I ran 19 straight miles, the first 19. I don't which even felt cool. drive 19 miles most days. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was fine. And then it was not fine because right. I, I knew at like mile 15, my stomach was not digesting its fluids. Mm-hmm. Which is why I profusely threw them up 10 miles later. Yeah. So, but it was good. Um, a lot of people had dropped out of the race that weekend. Yeah. Because it was they kept degrees. being warned <laughs> to be careful because it was a real um, safety threat. Yeah. And some people, like anyone who's trying to qualify for Boston, they were like, no, I'll do the marathon next weekend in this town I just found last week. So, right. Um, but it was good. I was just trying to cross the finish line. So I did it. You did. Yeah. Yay. Well, I'm glad that uh, you're done so that yes, you can be back too. on the show. <laughs> me too. Slo- sometimes I'm like, you know, you probably could have run the whole thing because my legs felt totally normal yeah. the next day. And I was like, man. Wow. <laughs> but I don't actually want to do it again. Yeah. Because I trained for four months and I was running 50 miles a week. And I don't really 
Like I think about getting up at four yeah. before nannying to run 12 miles on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then again on a Thursday. And I'm like, I don't really want to, though. I'm really? I'm, good. I'm okay. I'm pretty good. You did it. I feel fine. <laughs> um, well, awesome. Okay. So before <laughs> we get talking about uh, weekend sets, yes. let's hear just a little bit about your background. Yes. Yes. Um, so I have been a nanny for, I feel like, may, let's see. Now I have to actually count. I know, right? Um, I've been with my current family for going on our fourth year. And before that, I nannied for three years prior up the street from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, I had done many babysitting jobs my whole life. I did nanny in college for a semester um, for two of my professors. But that was nothing like, it was just one semester, 20 hours a week, nothing like what I currently do. Right. Um after, but it's a place to start. It is. It is. I was piecemealing my nanny schedule for the first three years of my nannying. Um, I called it the patchwork quilt of jobs, uh-huh. as many of you, I'm sure, do. <laughs> and then I got hired to... I wanted. I went back to school to be a teacher mm-hmm. because I was like, man, wouldn't it be so great if... <laughs> Once the kids go to kindergarten, I still had a job. That would be the best. (laughs) And so I was like, you know, it would help is being the school teacher (laughs) that the kids go to. So I went to school for early childhood education and I have a teaching certificate and I teach in a preschool, three and four year olds. And I also, the family I nanny for uh, currently, they originally asked for me to work for them until I went, the, the little one went to kindergarten. And then after my first year with them, that was like a two-year deal. After my first year, they were like, so how can we keep you when she goes to kindergarten? Because I also do. you're so wonderful. Well, I house manage as well. So I'm like dry cleaning, meal prep, laundry, cleaning the kitchen every day. Um, Yeah. Pretty much any bizarre errand they can think of. I fix cabinets. I do all sorts of weird (laughs) things. Um, So I think that that sort of, they were like, we also don't want to lose that. And oh, School ends at 3.30, <laughs> and we still work till 5. Right. So um, now I do that. I teach from 8 to 2, and I um, nanny from 2 to 6 or on certain nights to, to 9 p.m. or 10 p.m., so depending on the day. Lovely. Yeah. Well, thank you thank you thank you um and thank you for listening as martha (laughs) says at the end of the episode i do spoiler alert spoiler alert (laughs) sorry 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 sorry. um okay so let's talk weekend sets yes all right what are some things going into a weekend set that you need to talk with the parents about before you agree to do it Um, first and foremost, obviously people will approach you with a date, Mm -hmm. um, or a series of dates that they would like you to do a weekend set. Um, my immediate response is let me check my planner. Mm -hmm. I clarify the dates with them and the start times because sometimes they tell you the the day and you don't know what time you're starting. And actually they have you starting at six in the morning. Right. So that's good to know. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would always clarify a beginning and an end time. And sometimes they're like, well, our flight is supposed to get in at this time, but we might need flex on the other end. And that's usually you can be like, yes, that's fine. Or no, I have something at 6 p.m. that night. If your flight is delayed at noon, who can I take the children to? And let's make sure that all lines up. Yeah. So I would first check off both ends of the um, the scheduling. Right. And also be like, I'm going to check my planner. Yes. Because that gives you some time to actually think about, 
whether or not you do want to do a weekend sit with this family Mm -hmm. specifically. If it's a family you're really comfortable with, it'll probably be very easy for you Mm -hmm. to commit to it because you know the routine. And weekend sits with families you're familiar with are going to be infinitely easier than a weekend sit with someone who's um, less familiar with you. If you just have occasionally sat for them, that'll be a very different beast. (laughs) Um, Because you, it's, I mean, like you don't know where things are in their house. I mean, even just a like nighttime set. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Totally different. Or a date night set. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I would start with that. Clarify the start and end times very specifically Mm -hmm. say that you will check your planner and you will let them know in a day or two days or whatever you need. Uh, and then think very carefully about what you want to do. Um, secondly, the parents will always ask you about a rate. They will always, always ask you. Right. Um, I personally do not have a rate because I, it is my belief that all families should have a chance to have a weekend away without their children, Mm -hmm. um, to reunite as a couple. And I don't want it to be cost prohibitive to anybody. I don't want anybody to have like, oh, we can't afford to do that. Right. So I always tell them I have a sliding scale. I don't, I'm open to whatever they think. Um, Most people are like, please tell me, please tell me a number though. (laughs) And you're like, okay. Um, The person I have done most of my weekend sits for, they usually do 175 for a 24 hour period. And that includes the time that the children are at school. Okay. So it's sort of like you do have free time in there. A lot of people will recommend doing your um, full hourly wage Mm -hmm. for all the waking hours. And when the child is sleeping, it's a a half of your wage Mm because you might also be sleeping. Some people say no, because I'm also not sleeping in my bed. Right. So I will find the most common you will find is, um, depending on the size of the family, average one to three kids, you'll make about $200 a day. Right. I have found, um, or more depending on how many kids are involved, how much of a handful the parents think the kids are right. for the weekend, <laughs> how um, much it is worth to yeah, them. Basically it's to like, get away. what's your time? Yeah. What is your time? Like, what do you think? What would you pay? What would you want to be paid for your time to spend a weekend? Like right. That? Um, so I have a sliding scale, but most people, those are some standards that most people um, mm-hmm. consider. I've also heard or read in the Facebook groups mm-hmm. of you get paid your normal hourly wage for all waking hours, and then there's a flat rate just for the night. Oh, yeah. I've so seen that too. So just for sleeping hours. Yeah, like $100 just for mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Um, for the time that they're asleep. Mm-hmm. However, the... Um, Caveat I will throw in there is depending on the age of the children and the sleeping (laughs) habits, you might not be sleeping that whole time. Right. Exactly. So that might also be something to discuss. If they mention that, you might want to say, hey, that's great. I understand that. Um, My concern is they don't regularly sleep or they have this issue. So it's not like I'm not going to be, it's not uninterrupted sleep. Right. Um, so do you want me to keep a record of the, the hours I'm awake with the child? Like, how would you like me to handle that? Yeah. So that's something to be aware of too. Um, I would also say <laughs> there's so much I have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so many children actually really enjoy weekend sets mm-hmm. because it's like a teeny tiny vacation for them. Right. And it's like a friend coming to stay and you're having a sleepover party. And so that's a great way to sell it. A lot of times if you're doing a weekend sit, the parent trusts you a lot. Right. And so you have freedom to take their child to special activities you wouldn't normally be able to take them to because of regular, like regularly scheduled, yes, regularly scheduled um, 
activities. Mm -hmm. So you can go to the zoo, you can go to a museum that you wouldn't normally get to go to. The ch- I have a, one family, I take them to a place called Jump Zone. Uh-huh. And that's literally just all they talk about. Uh, one of the children was my student last year. Uh-huh. And always, when will you babysit? Will you take me to Jump Zone? When will you babysit? <laughs> Didn't care. Just really wanted to go to Jump Zone. Right. And so um, you are their ticket to Jump Zone. Yes. <laughs> His mom was like, I got to have you over because the kids won't stop talking about you going to Jump Zone with them. And so kind of builds in work if you're extra fun. To, mm-hmm. um, and parents actually really like that. They trust that their kids are not going to be bored. They feel like their kids are taken care of and that they're having fun. And that makes them enjoy their weekend away more yeah um I will also say so that kind of thing you have to think about like where am I traveling how many kids am I traveling with (laughs) and you're gonna want to have extra supplies especially Uh if it's with a family that you're less familiar with so there are some families where I've only done weekend sits for them and the only date night set I've ever done was to prepare myself for the first weekend set oh wow and I do weekend sits for them they're two twin or no they uh Two children who are twins, Uh excuse me. I almost said two twins, and I was like, no. That's four kids. And they have a um, a younger sister. Mm -hmm. And they're like a rowdier crowd, which I like. I grew grew up in a rowdy family, so I'm used to it. Um, But they need a different level of stimulus than... I nanny for a family where they're like, they're, they're good to hang out. Right. Um, they don't care. They don't necessarily need to go anywhere. They kind of want to just be in their backyard. And so that's a lower level of, um, commitment, if Mm -hmm. you will, because you know that you're going to have downtime as well. Right. Um, but I will also say, make sure that you have planned activities, at least one for each day. Right. Um, and you can talk to the parents about it beforehand. You need to think about things like insurance cards. I always mm-hmm. ask for health insurance cards, um, emergency contact information. I've had parents who are leaving the country before. Oh, wow. Well, I watch their children. And so I'm like, if I can't get a hold of you, <laughs> who should I call? And so they've yeah. given me their parents' phone numbers. Um, I would do a walk around the house for sure. Mm-hmm. even if you're familiar with the house for certain things that might be necessary in like emergency situations, like, right. and not like, ouch, someone's hurt emergency. Cause usually you call 911. Right. But Martha told me a story recently. <laughs> oh no, I heard it on your podcast. <laughs> it wasn't recently. I heard it on your podcast about in the work from home parents one uh-huh. about the um, emergency toilet, toilet situation. Yeah. Cause you know, little ones will load up. I've had that experience too. And a weekend sit, and yeah. they had no plunger. Oh, I no. Well, they had one, but they were like, oh, it's probably here. And I could not find it. It, it was nowhere to be found. Uh, but the kids, when they're potty training, they're like, I will put toilet paper the size of my head in this toilet. Right. And then you're like, great. Um, <laughs> but the internet, there is science that can help you plunge a toilet, and it's dish soap and hot water repeatedly because it clears the pipes. It was amazing. That's awesome. So, but... It helps to know. It adds a certain level of franticness if you don't know where things are that can solve your problems. So you need to ask about those kinds of things. I would always ask if there's a gun in the house. Mm -hmm. I I mean, like most families, I know they don't have one. Right. There is one family I know has an antique gun, but it's taken apart. It's at the top of the shelf and the kids don't know it's there. Right. (laughs) It's not an issue and it's in a locked closet. Right. Um, I would be concerned about certain things. So a lot of these families know you, so you probably know about them as well. Right. Um, always ask about dietary issues. Mm-hmm. If there's an allergy or an intolerance, 
You want to know about an allergy action plan? Yes. Feel free Which, to listen to the allergy. <laughs> yeah, and they will have, uh, if there's a oh, yeah. serious allergy, they will have an allergy action yeah. plan probably posted on yeah. their refrigerator. I've I've forgotten about this, but I had a family, I we because we did the allergy episode together, <laughs> I had a family with serious allergies, and I've done weekend sits for them too. And that mm-hmm. adds another level of like thought process, like where I need both the epis, I need to know like, what to do always, you know, right. because that's yeah. a, you have moments to think yes. about those situations. Um, so knowing ahead of time about allergies, um, the family that I did the weekend sit for with the allergies, they had a cabinet of food that was allowed for their child. Always check. I found food in that cabinet that didn't belong in that cabinet. Yep. <laughs> um, that's good to consider. They sort of will give you a brief walkthrough if it's a new family where, or like a less familiar family, because you don't sometimes you don't cook when you're doing a date night set. Right. And so they'll give you a brief walkthrough of their kitchen. Just trust that you'll remember nothing. You'll right. remember nothing when it's dinner time. So start 20 minutes early. Mm-hmm. Always. I give myself a little pep talk before it. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, you're a smart, intelligent <laughs> woman. You're capable. You can cook dinner in this kitchen. <laughs> you can find the pot. And like, I start early and always ask to because I see you holding up like a saucepan <laughs> and talking to your reflection <laughs> you're gonna it. do fine and I got one on my head I got uh-huh. the calendar yes. I'm ready to do battle um you will find too with with children you're less familiar with or serving meals you are not familiar with because you might not serve breakfast right children are very specific I uh-huh. know you know that because <laughs> with the kids we nanny for on a daily basis you just know you know how they like their mac and cheese you know how they uh-huh. like their waffles cut think back to when you started with this family and they were like you did it wrong right and you're like great good to know <laughs> um I would ask to prevent meltdowns yes for unfamiliar families and I, I would think because this is something I do with date nights mm-hmm. if the child is old enough to help yeah asking them to help absolutely. you make dinner because they might know where things are absolutely and they also will be right there to tell you that they want it cut into mm-hmm. triangles not squares yes. <laughs> yes and it makes them feel like a part of the process mm-hmm. there's so many wonderful articles on why it's important to include children in food preparation yes math science are involved <laughs> Um, and they get to feel like they're doing something. They get to have positive self-image. It's bonding time for you and that child, especially if you don't lose your temper about, right. or like lose your patience, I should say, because um, most of you won't lose your temper with a child yeah. about spilling. But but patience. It's hard sometimes. It's sometimes it's it easier is. to do it yourself. But giving them the opportunity is really important. And on those weekend sets, eating up time. Yes. Yes. And you know they're thing. right there. Yeah. Especially again, there. I keep having like flashbacks of like, oh, remember that time? Because they're they get into mischief you're not familiar with if right. they're not your usual suspects. Yeah. Um. So you don't you don't always know what they're doing, or you don't necessarily have that level of trust with them. And also, just psychologically speaking, yeah. food. Uh, represents like the hearth and the mother and the home Mm -hmm. and so there's also this extra layer of emotion with food and so I can understand why the meltdowns oh yeah potentially could be worse than usual so even if you are familiar with the family yeah uh when their parents are away for an extended period Mm -hmm. of time that food prep is probably just carries more weight to them 
than normal. Absolutely. I think, and think about your own routine too. It's yeah. like when, if you have something that you like in a specific way and someone comes and makes it for you in a way that you actually don't care for. And, mm-hmm. and maybe you've had a big to do with a loved one before about how you like it this way and they've allowed you to do it finally. And, and now here's this other person and they've screwed it all up and, and you're, you're so like, mad. Yeah. I just yes. fought this battle. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Get on the same page. Um, but it's so important because children have limited choices. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's important to allow them the dignity to choose things like how they want their food, especially if they're eating a balanced meal. Um, I, I have come into homes where they don't necessarily do a veggie and I'm like, here's what I put on the plate. So this is what you can, you can know it's okay to veer, but you want to talk to the child about it. Right. So you can say like, you know what? Like, I totally understand that your parents might not make you eat a vegetable. When I make a plate, it has a a protein, a carbohydrate, a vegetable, and a fruit. So let's talk about what kind you want. Because those are all going on the plate. You just have to have a bite of one of each of the things. You don't have to eat it all. If you don't like it, that's totally fine. Um, So it's you don't have to do everything exactly like the parents. Yeah. Um, Because to me, I won't serve a child a meal without a vegetable. I just will not do it. Um, they don't have to eat it all, certainly. And I give them power over what vegetable. Mm-hmm. I'm like, here are the choices. You can choose one. And the miracle is they they often choose one and eat one. So yeah. even families who don't do that, I've had moms be like, did you get her to try peas? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, how'd you do that? I was like, oh, I just put it on the plate. I just asked her <laughs> which one she wanted between this one and that one. And she really didn't like the other one. And I said, you just have to try a bite. You don't have to like it or eat it all if you don't like it it's totally fine I'm not going to take away her dessert right <laughs> if you tried everything and you're full great you're you're ready to go mm-hmm. um yeah so also some some houses have special rules I work at a house right now where you cannot have treats except mm-hmm. for on the weekends or on oh. a special occasion so it's good to be aware of anything that's particular to the household mm-hmm. um, you want to be aware of their bedtime routine a lot of times you will know that. Right. Is that sort of prime <laughs> babysitting time? Yes. Um, although if you're just the daytime nanny, mm-hmm. not just, if you are the superstar daytime <laughs> nanny, because that's hard, it 50 is. hours a week. Yeah. Or, or sometimes a little less, but usually more. Right. So if you're the superstar daytime nanny and your family tries to respect your nighttime hours and so that you've never done a nighttime sit for them, that's important to know too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And also knowing like, do they do a bath every night or every other night? Or is it only every night if they have gone to jump zone (laughs) or sweaty? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Things like that. Yeah. Like the family culture. Mm -hmm. And most of it is you want to respect the family culture Mm -hmm. as much as you can, because that will help the child have a sense of normalcy mm-hmm. and they'll feel, even though their parents are away, they'll feel safe, mm-hmm. which is really important. Cause sometimes these kids have not spent again. I've, I've done a weekend sit for kids who knew me as somebody else's nanny, but really had not spent one-on-one time with just me right. except for three hours before bed one night. Oh, no. And was yeah. like, now we're going to spend four days together, kids. It's going <laughs> to be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're also kind of scared cause they don't know. Their trust, which is so beautiful that mm-hmm. children, many children do, um, if they've passed the Eric Erickson stage <laughs> of development and they've left thinking the world is a good place, generally good place, they will trust you. Right. Um, so don't violate that trust. Right. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, also in that walkthrough, I would think it would be important to know where um, significant toys. Yes. So especially things that they take necessities. to bed. Yes. Yeah. Um, certain blankets mm-hmm. or stuffed animals or things like that. Yes. Um, if they do a pacifier, yes. if they're young enough to have one, things like that are uh, super important. Absolutely. And that like going off of that, there is um, asking about like medicines. Uh-huh. I would ask them to write it out for you. How yes. much the name of it at what time of day? Or even like lotions. Mm-hmm. Cause like here in Chicago, that's yeah. now that it's winter, almost every kid that I nanny for at night yeah. has some sort of lotion yeah. that needs to be put somewhere <laughs> because <laughs> like dry skin is put just lotion a somewhere <laughs> yeah. at 7 PM after bed. But it's like their right elbow yeah. Yeah. needs lotion. Exactly. Cause they have a dry spot. Yeah. Yeah. And so things like that. Yeah. Because if that goes four days without getting any lotion, yeah. just cause you didn't know, then that's going to potentially crack and bleed. Yeah. And absolutely. That's uh, absolutely 100% and that so. goes that goes with knowing their daily routine mm-hmm. so with a family that you're not familiar with as familiar with um, I always ask can you walk me through a typical weekend day for you or a typical day like uh, some people will email it to you some people will talk you through it mm-hmm. um, I love to have it written down because I love uh-huh. to have everything written down there are many families who will write it down for you right. if you ask them yes um so you can also use the memo function on your phone to record that talk. That's through. very smart. I, or write it down yourself yeah. while you're talking about it. Yep. Um, many parents are nervous, especially to leave their kids sometimes for the first time. I had a family that I, I've done several weekend sits for and they were leaving for New York for, I think it was her husband's birthday, like his uh-huh. 40th birthday. And right before they walk out the door and she was like, yeah, this is the first time we've ever left him. And the child was eight. And I was like, oh my gosh. what? Or maybe he was seven. Still. He might've been like six going on seven. Cause I've done it several times since then. He's 10 now. Uh-huh. But she's like, yeah, we've never left him with anybody. Not even his grandparents for the oh. week, like overnight. We've oh. only done like babysits. Cause they're like, we just don't trust anybody. And you're like, great. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Did tell me that after? Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting because some of them, they're very nervous, but they were, they were like, we feel totally comfortable. That's why we're doing that. But it can be a little nerve wracking. They're mostly nervous about how their kids are going to behave for you. Right. Um, and not so nervous about how you're going to behave for their kids. Cause that's why they've hired you. They know you're talented. They know you're kind and giving and patient, but they're scared about how the kids will treat you. Yeah. So just encouraging them be like, we're going to have such fun. Like, let them know it's okay to go away mm-hmm. and also mention, like I always tell parents, here's, here's how often I contact. I usually check in at mealtimes because right. times other than that, I'm with your child and watching them and playing. And so I'm not going to be texting you constantly. Mm-hmm. If you do need me, please call mm-hmm. because when my, when the beep goes off, I don't pay attention to it. Right. Um, cause it but, could be anyone, but I'll check in at significant times like breakfast, lunch, nap time and dinner. Mm-hmm. And then after bedtime, I will send you another follow-up text. Would you like to call? What do you need? What do you need as the parent right. to feel comfortable? Um, so like, And to enjoy your vacation. Yes. So <laughs> and it's funny because the more you do weekend sits for people, so the family I've done them for the most was the family I had nannied for for three years 
down the street from the family I currently nanny for. Mm-hmm. And they leave for like five days at a time. Uh-huh. And when we first did it, they checked in a lot. They called every night. Now there'll be days I don't even hear from them. <laughs> like they, and I'm like, Hey, everything's fine. Hey, it's dinner time. I'm like, I'll check in before bed. And they're like, the next day they'll be like, obviously we weren't worried. <laughs> Sorry. We ignored you all day. Like, but, yeah. and they're like, we were at this museum and that, and then we saw this show and we, we totally forgot to check in and we're sorry about that. I'm like, it's fine. As long as you're having fun and you feel comfortable. But they, as the comfort level grows, they may need to check in less right. or they feel like they need to check in less. Um, sometimes the kids will ask to call the parents. Mm-hmm. I tend to avoid it just like I would on a regular babysitting night because right. it doesn't help the child and it doesn't help the parent Yeah. Um, unless the parent's calling to be like, Hey, how are you? Here's what we did. There's what you did. And they hang up, not just because of like the anxiety Uh that the child might experience. And that's totally normal. And it has nothing to do with how talented of a caregiver you are. Right. It's just that they're nervous to sleep in a house without their parent who makes them feel safe. Mm -hmm. Um, some, some recommendations for that. (laughs) I just feel like I'm talking at you. I hope you don't hate me, everyone. And Martha, I do not at all. I love this. Um, (laughs) Some recommendations for that. I've always said to little ones who are experiencing fear around bedtime, even on nighttime sits, where I'm like, your parents are out right now, but I'm here and I'm here to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. I'll be downstairs keeping you safe or I'll be um, in this place keeping you safe. Uh, I always err on the side of over communicating. Uh-huh. So much to my boyfriend's displeasure. <laughs> I'm like, I communicate it and then I communicate it again. And then I recommunicate it just to make sure I check in to see that, you know, that I've communicated it. And then once I feel that, I just want to state it one more time. Right. Um, but for kids before bed, I like to tell them depending on where it is. So some places they'll have you sleep in their room cause you're close to the kids. Sometimes there's a guest room. So I always tell the child if, if the door to your parents' room or the guest room, wherever I'm sleeping, is closed, I'm in there. So if you need me, go in there. Mm -hmm. And if the door is open, I am downstairs in the other part of the house. And if you need me, come down there. And so we'll do like pop quizzes before bed. I'll be like, (laughs) if the door to your parents' room or the guest room is open, where will I be? They're like, you'll be downstairs. I'm like, great. I'm like, if it's closed, where will you find me? They're like, inside that room (laughs) that's correct um so giving them some knowledge because they're again if they wake up in the middle of the night and they're scared they're not thinking clearly usually they're not like oh martha's here let me go find her (laughs) let's figure out where she is they run to their parents room and then they'll probably have a meltdown if they can't find their parents there and then they don't know where you are so giving them some knowledge of what to expect will help them yeah yeah that's such great advice. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I just feel like I'm exploding experience at you. And knowledge. I, but I love it. That's why I'm I glad. asked you I'm glad. to be on to do this episode <laughs> because I don't have experience yeah. with this. And, but I know that it's something that a lot of nannies yeah. are asked to do and, and it's nerve wracking as a nanny. Yeah, it can be. To, um, probably do your first one. Um, it can be. Because it's just different. It's yeah. a different beast than spending daytime hours yeah. or even doing like one overnight. Um, so 
for example, like when you are packing up your things, yes. you, oh <laughs> you have to think through, I need spare clothes in case I get messy or mm-hmm. dirty. Um, and I need clothes that I can go to jump zone yes. in or can go to the pool in, yes. you know, the summer or Absolutely. an indoor pool or whatever. Yes. Um, and and for the beach or yeah good pjs that cover everything mm-hmm. and are also comfortable yeah i want to be comfortable absolutely things like that and um, like all your normal toiletries but it's like you said it's your hard. medicines you to think, yes and sometimes if you have dietary um not even issues but preferences mm-hmm. that are different than the families that's a good thing to think about like i like to bring my own snacks because i don't want to be subject to whatever right <laughs> is in the house yep um i i also would say too cuz you're you're not with your stuff so right. it's really hard so when you're packing for me i have a special treat when i weekend babysit cuz it <laughs> it's a necessary um I will buy highball energy water, mm-hmm. which is like a LaCroix because mm-hmm. there's no sugar at all and no artificial sweeteners, which I love. And um, it's carbonated and it has flavors. Don't ever try the vanilla one. It's terrible. <laughs> um, but all the other ones are fine. Grapefruit is typically the best. I find most people like when I send them to highball energy waters, uh-huh. which I have sent Martha to. Uh-huh. But um, lime's my favorite. There you go. And see? wild berry. I wild like berry's good too. I like yeah. peach. See? <gasps> We like them all. Yep. Get one of each. Got to catch them all. Um, just Pokemon. like, except for vanilla. <laughs> except for vanilla. <laughs> Who made that? Um, but the, so it's got two cups of coffee's worth of caffeine. I don't mm-hmm. think I feel like I said that correctly. You did. Two, it's got as much caffeine as two cups of coffee. Is how go. I would like to phrase it, I suppose. <laughs> um, and it's delicious. And I recommend it because you don't always know how to work people's coffee maker and Uh you don't want to be without coffee (laughs) and sometimes you just don't want to clean their coffee maker every day Mm -hmm. because that's a bummer too Uh and it's only you who's drinking the coffee because you're the only adult (laughs) so um i recommend bringing your own caffeine if you're not already familiar with the coffee pot right a lot of times they'll walk you through how to use the coffee pot but sometimes it does not um work the way that you have seen it work right so i never want to be without caffeine right especially when i'm watching someone else's kids uh-huh. so i bring that and that's it's important too if you get to have like a special it's fun to reward yourself mm-hmm. and something nice about nannying overnight or babysitting overnight is guess what when the kids go to bed you get to too yeah it's awesome you can just like get in your pjs and lay down Uh you don't even have to wait for anybody to come home (laughs) you can read a book or watch a show laying down no one's gonna come over you can eat popcorn on the couch and before we started recording katie and i were talking about how sometimes parents come home early and the house is like a tornado and you're like i i was gonna clean up up before <laughs> you got home at six yeah there, there's not that That's yes not gonna happen that is actually really nice um because you are you're probably really used to cleaning up at your work every right. day before a parent comes home or in the evening after the child goes to bed like anything extra that the kid didn't pick up or but you can leave it right. some nights i'm like i'm gonna treat myself i'm gonna <laughs> leave these dishes in the sink because i don't need to run the dishwasher tonight yeah. and it's it feels so good <laughs> to be like I know that the the laundry in the dryer is dry, but I'm not going to pull it out and fold it till tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to be a rebel because you're like, no one's there to, to watch you. 
And certainly it's not like you're doing these things specifically because someone's watching, but because it's part of your normal work hours and you're trying to finish it by a certain time. Right. But you don't need to finish it by the time the parent gets home because that's three days from now. Right. So, I mean, you do need to finish it by the time they get home, but you don't need to do it right now. It takes some of the pressure off, which is really nice. Yes. Really, really nice. Yes. Yeah. So, and leaning into those treat yourself moments. It's super fun. (laughs) And you get to have fun with the kids. Like I mentioned, you get to take trips that you don't normally get to. Um, sometimes too, you'll go for a weekend. This is totally shifted now with one of the families. Cause when I started doing weekend sits for them, they were two and four uh-huh. and now they are eight and 10. Oh, wow. It's super weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, the mom's like, he just likes to ride his bike now on the weekends. And she looked at me and my face was like a little panic. She's like, it's okay. I let him do that. <laughs> sometimes I just tell him when to be home and he does come home. <gasps> And he doesn't have a cell phone, but he's like, I'd like to ride over to the football field that's a block over. My friend's going to go. Let me call him on the phone. And then they go and I'm like, okay. Oh, so here's yeah. the deal. <laughs> At five o'clock is when I would like you to be home. Five o'clock. At 5.05, I'm going to begin to worry. Uh-huh. At 5.10, I'm going to be really worried. And at 5.15, I'll be in a full-blown panic. Right. Just so you know, if you do not come home at that time. And he's, I mean, he was amazing. He came right home. Um, but some, I've had weekend sits for them now. We used to be right in each other's faces all the time, like the love story. And they're like down the street at the neighbors. And I'm like, I've got like six hours where I'm not doing anything. Yeah. So it kind of, it, it changes with the age group. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you drop them off at like a party and they're like, you're like, well, now I have like three hours to just do whatever. Right. It won't always feel like your free time on the weekend at your house because at your house you can do literally what you you feel unchained. Right. You still are somewhat chained to a schedule and that's so that's a little less rewarding. And you have to be on call. Absolutely. But there are many wonderful things about it. I love mm-hmm. being able to go to bed as soon as the kids are or or even just like lay on the couch on Pinterest and uh-huh. like scroll through whatever. And because you're working, then you're like I don't I like can't be doing whatever project I would be doing if I was at home. You don't do your own or or you can bring your own laundry if you want. I love to bring my laundry too. Yeah. Um, But you can't work on reorganizing your bookshelf. That's exactly right, Martha. Yep. And a lot of the families, so this is another thing. Many families will be like, what do you like to eat? Mm -hmm. I want to stock the house with something that you like to eat. Um, When I first started, I was like, LaCroix. (laughs) Um, because I used to have them every night I've recently stopped that habit because Uh I read an article that LaCroix is no longer good for you or that they're finding that some adverse effects but anyways but you actually have an advantage too because they want to know what you want Mm -hmm. Um, most nannies will forage Uh for themselves so you're probably already fine right Um, but it isn't a bad idea if it's an unfamiliar household to ask for specific things if they ask you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and also I think, uh, something that I do with kids that I nanny, uh, or babysit do date Mm -hmm. nights with, with some frequency, Mm -hmm. something that we do, which you could start on a weekend sit is we have a book that is our book. And so we only read that book 
when I am there. Smart. Um, and so, and usually it's a book that they have read before, yeah. but they want to share with me. It's like a routine. That, yeah. yeah. That's just for us. Yeah. And so um, I read Wonder last year that yeah. way with one of my yeah. kiddos. Um, and so... Yeah, and then you can, like, discuss it, and they get excited because you're taking interest in something yeah. that they're recommending to you. Absolutely. Um, so I, I would think that that would potentially, when you are building up to it. Anticipation. Yeah, yeah. is talking about, like, what book do you want to, yeah. like, read together? Because yeah. we'll get to read a, a bunch of it yeah. over the course of this weekend. Absolutely. Anything you can do like that to build excitement um, so that way it's an easier separation. Mm-hmm. A lot of times the kids are already psyched, right. but it, it's so <laughs> great. Cause like, if you can say like, Oh, well, we're going to read this book together. I can't wait. We're going to be able to have a sleepover party. We might be able to watch frozen, like yeah. things you wouldn't do on a normal or weekday. Mulan. I, I just, love this Mulan. is just a quick plug because <laughs> two of the girls that I nanny like love, like brave and frozen and all these like strong wonder yeah. woman. They just saw wonder woman. They're old enough now. Wow, um, that's weird. You know, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like they they love these movies with these strong female protagonists, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh yeah, and Mulan, and then I got like crickets. blank faces. Pun intended. <laughs> yeah, crickets. <laughs> well played. <laughs> I almost missed that. Nailed it. Um, so just a quick sidebar: just check in with your kids. Yeah. If they've seen those old classic yeah. Disney movies. Um, especially Mulan. Yeah. Because it's a really good story. And then we looked up the actual history of the folktale Mulan that Ooh, it's based I on. I think you told me that. And it's so cool. Yeah. She's even cooler than they made her in the Disney See, movie. See, they missed an opportunity. They right really there. did. It is interesting because um, many children don't get to enjoy our Disney classics. Right. Which was, in my opinion, the prime Disney mm-hmm. films. They were awesome. They mm-hmm. were, And they're still good. Yes. They hold up. Most. Um, most. Yeah, I watched Peter Lion Pan's King. rough. Is it? Yeah. I'll have to watch it again. It's rough. Oh, I watched it. No, so my boyfriend and I are doing a Disney movie thing. Uh-huh. And we've been watching the animated films in chronological order uh-huh. of release date. And I do remember being like, oh, Peter is kind of a rude. He's kind of a jerk. Like, yeah. And um, kind of racist mm-hmm. and uh, kind of sexist. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of, yeah. Yeah. It's just that one in particular is a tough one. Did you notice that the voice of Wendy is also the voice of Pop Quiz? Do you know? I don't. Alice in Wonderland. <gasps> I, I watched know. those two back to back because they come out in order or almost back to back. And I was like, okay, that's Alice. Oh. <laughs> Wendy is Alice. It's so interesting that they used her for two films that Did way. Did you know that Ariel and Belle are based on the same woman? No. The drawings are based on the same woman. I just read a really sad article about the Beauty and the Beast, quote unquote, like the historical tales. I'll have uh, to. Yeah, afford that to me. Good to know. <laughs> We're dweaving so, out. We're getting lost. Sidebar nation. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, is there is there anything else that. Um, be gentle to yourself. Prepare mm-hmm. to be frustrated because right. it's, I mean, 24 hours with a kid is mm-hmm. hard. Um, it's not. I think it's super fun too, but there'll be moments where you're like, oh my gosh, why did I sign up for this? Right. Um, but Ooh, you will survive Something it. to ask about is batteries. Because oh, like when, flashlights for the power? Uh, no. Oh, I just mean, kidding. Yes. JK, JK. But yes. But I just find that like, if a remote dies, mm. if a favorite toy that depends on batteries yes. dies, if the fire alarm 
like the yeah. smoke detector runs out of batteries and yeah. is beeping all weekend. Absolutely. There's a Modern Family episode about <laughs> that driving Phil crazy. Like and Phoebe from Friends. Yeah, and people keep batteries in strange places yes. because there's not like a common. Yes. Everyone keeps their batteries in this one place. Yes, absolutely. Like for one of my families, it's on top. Like they have a cabinet above their refrigerator, which yeah. is already a very tall refrigerator. And I have to get like a ladder. Short. Yeah, that family is all very tall. I have to get a la- like basically a a full on ladder to get up to the batteries. <laughs> That's so hilarious. Like, yeah. So just knowing where yeah. where and, things maybe you could have the batteries taken down exactly. for you by one of the tall people. Yes. Um, things like that. It's interesting that you say that because uh, one of the families I've done weekend sits for they have their first aid kit above the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also good to note. Yeah. Where is the first aid kit? What is your emergency situation? Like, um, do you like, have a defibrillator in the house? Cause a lot of oh, families now are getting defibrillators in their houses. Also, um, you should know how to work one as a nanny. I'm yes. sure you probably do. If you're going to do it's, a weekend sit, I would highly yeah. recommend being CPR. Absolutely. And defibrillator. Um, it's certified. first of all, the AED is super easy. You, you push the button and it tells you what to do. It talks you through um, it. <laughs> but there's a, like the stickers for putting an AED for anybody who doesn't know. It's for someone who's, um, had a, having like a heart failure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's different for a child versus an adult. Mm-hmm. So if it's an infant, one, sh- one pad sticks to the front of the chest and one goes on the back. Um, if it's an adult, one goes, I believe on the left side uh-huh. and then over the center of the chest, they show you on the stickers where to put them. Yeah. It's awesome. And then but it tells you what to do. Take the class. Don't yeah. just depend on what Katie is yes. telling you right now. Um, f- another sidebar. Did you know that AEDs only administer a shock if your heart is in a certain type of, yes. Yeah. I guess they teach that. So if the person will not be resuscitated, if the heart is dead, yeah. it will not administer a shock. Yep. Or if the heart is beating regularly, it won't administer a shock. And also keep in mind that it will administer a shock. So if there is a puddle you can't, around, oh yeah. like you need to be, you need to be away from that yeah. and it will tell you to step back. But I took a really intense cause I, yeah. I worked at a swim Absolutely. School. And so I took a really intense first aid CPR, yeah. all that training yeah. there. And boy, howdy. Yeah. They tell you a lot. Absolutely. Um, but Which yeah. is important. I would like that at, yes. <laughs> at any swim school. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. They they do a really good job. But um, shout you out to have Goldfish. To be, yeah. School. Shout out to Goldfish Swim School. Um, if you have one, they're a really good they're, company. They are awesome. They, and they treat their employees well, too. Um, I've never worked there. I just take children there and yeah. they do a great job. They do. Um, but yeah, keep in mind, like if there's water around mm-hmm. that, that shock will go through a body and into the water and then into your body absolutely. potentially. So, absolutely. And, and you're the only adult there right then. Don't not do CPR or don't not do chest compressions, I should say. Yeah. If it's not administering a shock, you should still do, since we're on the topic, Yeah. <laughs> you should still do chest compressions because you can possibly um, make it so that it does, the heart starts fluttering again. And then it will, um, and then it will administer a shock. So and you it will tell potentially, you. Yeah. And it will tell you before it administers a shock. Yeah. It will say back away. Yeah. So I think it has you back away so it can even read the can't it? So uh-huh. it can read the electrical impulse. Yeah. Cause it, Cause it doesn't want to, I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. It's so a smart machine. It is. <laughs> it is. And so are you nannies. Yes. You're a smart machine. So you. Segway. So <laughs> you can do a weekend sit. Mm-hmm. Don't be intimidated. 
If you have any questions, please write into Martha because yeah. she's very, she, I, I feel you are very knowledgeable and you could answer them all yourself. Thank you. And if, um, if I can't or just want more information, because I love learning, <laughs> um, then I will reach out to Katie. Yeah. Um, it's fun. You'll have a fun time. And do my own research. And you'll make so much money. Yes. You'll make so much money. You sacrifice the, one weekend yeah. for so much money. Some of the, I actually recently thought too, um, because there have been times where I did a weekend sit every other weekend one summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's because I was like, hey, I need money. So I sent out an email to my normal families and I was like, hi, friends. Like, I, um, I'm moving. This is happening in my life. I would love to make some extra money if you, or I, I didn't even say that actually. I think I said, um, hello, like beloved families. I have... Um, some summer and fall availability coming up and I wanted to reach out to anybody who might be interested in a weekend sit. I I either gave them availability. I've done it both ways before where I've given it to them and they've like called it or people will be like, can I have this weekend? Can you do that weekend? Mm -hmm. And I ended up with like eight weekend sits and like, so also be careful though. Don't overload yourself (laughs) because that was hard. It was really hard. Um, and some families will allow you to overlap. So like, mm-hmm. since there a lot of those families are on the street where I nanny, they're like, I can do both my daytime job and then go to the other house right, and take care of the other children because they all play together anyways. So, yeah. Um, works out fine. It's a lot, but they play together. So. Right. Yeah. You make yeah. a bunch of money, you guys. So yeah. And have fun doing it. Yeah. And if you don't have fun, you never have to weekend sit for that family again. Right. You're just always busy. Yep. Yeah. You have so many other things yeah. to do, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good to know where your lines live. Yep. Yeah. You're your own boss. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're the boss of your body. <laughs> yeah. Sing the song. <laughs> I I can't right now. Okay. I don't remember. I'm the boss oh. of me. <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, my nanny kid and I have now made it into different things. That's so hilarious. I've got other... <laughs> Gotta listen to Danny Joe's episode too. That's his song yeah. for his puppets. And it's what's his so episode? Good. Is it com- compassion? Fostering. Uh, Danny, I think it's called Danny Joe's Treehouse. Yeah, and like fostering compassion. What the episode he did for you though? Mm-hmm. That's what. Okay, yeah. I think it, I he's pretty remember. cool. He's, he's wonderful, and you should also watch his show. Oh yeah, he does the live Facebook feed. Yeah, or you can watch it on YouTube later. Oh really? So, and he's got some really good guests. Yeah. Uh, last weekend he did one, and there were animals involved. So nice. you know, I was there for that. Uh, Martha's got the hookup, friends. If you <laughs> are ever curious, she knows everybody, and they know everything. And so. if I don't know you, and you're like listening to this, and you're like, man, I want to know Martha. I want to know you too. You should. You should email write in. in. To chroniclesofnania at gmail.com because I am always looking for episode ideas and guests and uh, just new people to learn from. I really do love learning. She truly does. (laughs) She, um, I think that it's, if you have an idea of an episode you'd A, like to hear Mm -hmm. or B, like to be a part of, if you have an area of expertise, Martha will jump right on that. And she can do interviews via phone, so... Yes, I, I can. was just commenting on how her phone <laughs> podcasts sound like the person's in the room. And my internet is getting fixed. Yay. Uh, hopefully on Monday. So I can do more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, indeed. <laughs> okay, Katie. So 
I got from this company called Book Roo. Uh huh. I got sent two beautiful books. No. They came to my door and they were wrapped beautifully. So they oh. came in a cute box. Yeah. Um, that was blue and kind of big. <laughs> like a kid would be very excited yeah. to get these this box. And then inside the box, what's in the box? Was um, <laughs> not what I was referencing at yeah, all. Yeah. Uh, it was two, that's adult boxes. Yeah, don't, that's, don't those open are them. adult boxes. Um, <laughs> no, it was two beautifully wrapped children's books. Um, and then it also had a card with information about why they chose these books. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. So the books that I got uh, in my little package were Rockabye Room and then Land Shark. <laughs> my favorite SNL skit. Yeah. Land Shark. <laughs> yeah. And Land Shark um, is was my personal favorite yeah, out of the two. Yeah. Um, and I read it with my kiddos and they loved oh, it. So nice. Um, but if you go to BookRoo's website, which is just BookRoo.com, and BookRoo is B-O-O-K-R-O-O. Oh, like so a like kangaroo. kangaroo. That's and awesome. And they, they have a little baby kangaroo yeah. as their symbol. Um, you can either get board books, uh-huh. so for little ones, yeah. little ones, or picture books. Um, That's awesome. Like the ones that like I got. Like Landshark? Like Landshark. I would like Landshark. I'm looking at the book and it looks awesome. Yeah. I'm going to let you Thank flip you. through it. I've um, also... I have to say, how cool... What a great gift idea. Yes. And like, you can gift them. Does it, is it like a monthly service? Mm-hmm. So That's you can awesome. you can either buy just like one month. <laughs> this or you can, awesome. Right? <laughs> the art's so great. Oh my God. Um, you can buy one month for uh, $17.99 a mm-hmm. month. Or you can buy like three months. Yeah. Um, which is sixteen sixty six per month. So okay. you save. So like $45. Yeah. yeah. For three months. Um, and then. For two books. That's pretty good. Two books per month. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like per delivery. And I also, what I love about it. $7 a book, friends. Exactly. Including shipping and handling. Or you can do six months or 12 months. So. uh, Oh, like you could do it for a year. What a great gift for. I mean, like my mom's always like, you should give a book. If you don't know what to give, Mm -hmm. always give a book because it's a gift that keeps on giving. It helps them. I mean, like even if they read it 10 times and are done. It's 10, 10 times that they read it and they were practicing their literacy. And I have to tell you something. I love finding new books. And the one that I'm looking at right now is awesome. Yeah. And And they do a really good job with me. (laughs) They do a really good job of like curating good books. And they also tell you why they chose them. Because let's face it, not all children's books are appropriate for children. Exactly. I always, when I go to the library, the child gets to choose books that are interesting to the child. And then they get like a, like, cause there's compute, there are computers at the library mm-hmm. or there's an activity. They get like a 30 minute window to do that, to do either the computer or the activity. And I look through all the books mm-hmm. because we took one home once. And that was the last time I never reviewed the books because I was <laughs> like, mm, this one's really scary and kind yeah. of inappropriate for a child, even though it's in the children's section of the library. One time That's we so cool. took one home that was just really sad. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, You're like not prepared. It was about a dog. And I was like, 
it might not affect the kids, but yeah. it affected me. Yeah. Um, and how nice to have a service that's already doing that for you. Cause you don't know as well when you pick it out, like right. a lot of people don't think to read it. That's so cool. Yeah. And they also, I love that it come that it's so special yeah. that it gets delivered to your yeah. door. Each book is individually yeah. wrapped and the wrapping paper was also really cool that's on this awesome. one. I'm not positive that that's true every month, but one of the wrapping papers was like, like almost rubbery Ooh, or something. Like it's it just a texture was a experience. cool texture. That's so cool. Um, I almost took it to my nanny kids to let them open it. <laughs> and then I didn't. You were like, no, I, this is for me. This is for me. <laughs> I keep bubble wrap. Oh my God. This, I yeah. just, you don't know people, but I just made Martha give me the other book too. <laughs> she did. And she this is like, also awesome. Um, it's got no. a girl holding a, a pink electric guitar. Yeah, and that's awesome. And I the just, art's beautiful. I would just highly recommend uh, looking it. into this. Visit bookroo.com. Uh, they also have like a little chat window thing that yeah. you can like email in if you have questions. And uh, as I have been chatting with them, they've been super responsive. Yeah. And uh, it it was founded by people who lived in New York City. Mm-hmm that were like, man, it's sometimes hard to like get out to yeah. a bookstore or a of library course, yeah. or, you know, like that's you need a, to refresh those yeah. to keep the children interested. Exactly. Can I make a suggestion too? Mm-hmm. Um, so a, I think it's a great gift as a nanny. If you gave one month or two or three or whatever you choose to do. Right. It's a great suggestion to tell your parents yes. that you work for, that they might want to do that for their kids or they could tell their grandparents. Yes. And also what a great gift to get the schools that your kids go to, um, as like a year end, like, or like a thank you for the end of the year. Mm -hmm. We're always looking for new books at our school and what a great opportunity for you to give back to the school in a way that's very meaningful. Cause yes, certainly teachers love personal gift cards, but also like we use our money to buy school supplies, like books that we feel are important and like refreshing all of our materials. And like, you can keep giving it for 12 more months. Yes. That's so cool. Yes. That's really cool. Each like increase in the amount of time you give, there's a decrease in the price per month. Oh, that's cool. So by the time you get to 12 months, I open the little chat window. Hold on. (laughs) By the time you get to 12 months, it's $15.99. That's awesome. Two books per month. That's so cool. Which And they're really good and they're hardback and... And when you think about it, when you do the fast math, it's really not that expensive. It's under $200. Yeah, exactly. That's really cool. So just tell me the name of the company again. It's Book Roo. Book Roo. So B O O K R O O. And just think of like a little kangaroo. I thought it was Book Roo, but I didn't want to say, oh, it's Book Roo. Is it Book Roo? (laughs) And then people be like, I'm pretty sure it's Book Roo. And it was not. Right. But it is. And that's (laughs) and that's also the website is bookroo.com. Bookroo.com. Go visit it. Check it out. Side note, friends, can I tell you that? The book that they send you on the back has the price and it is more expensive. It is equal to the cost. Oh, I'm holding yeah. one, one of the too. books and it is equal to the cost of the two books put together. Uh-huh. So you're basically getting a book for free. Yep. It's, That's so cool. 
And like I said, I think the best and most exciting part is that it gets sent. It's like a present every month. So if you got this for a family for Christmas or if Mm -hmm. the grandparents bought it or whoever. Yeah. um, Whomever. um, (laughs) (laughs) We need to read more books. books, (laughs) um, If you got this for the kids, then they also will get a package basically from you every month that's beautifully wrapped. Yeah. Like wrapping presents is one of my favorite things. And I was astonished by how well they were wrapped. That's nice. It's, it seems like they pay attention to the details. They do. And I have to tell you that these books are beautiful. Yes. Like the illustrations and I've been flipping through them and it seems like it's so interesting to get a new book. You know what I mean? For a kid. Cause I feel like a lot of it's been like, it's been done. Right. But it's cool to see this done in a more modern and and sometimes classical. This book that I'm holding now is both classical and modern, which mm-hmm. is really cool. It's and and can I add that this the people on the front are of diverse ethnicities, and yes. I really like that. Yes, I do too. That's really cool. Yep. So my school is looking for more of that. So if you want to give a gift <laughs> to my school in particular, please do. Yes, please I will do. write to Martha. <laughs> we will get you the school information. Yeah, great. And it'll be so great. That's but awesome. yeah, keep this in mind How cool. um, for birthdays. And as people are asking you for gift ideas for nanny kids. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of parents oh, yeah. end up asking me. Absolutely. Uh, because you spend a lot of time yeah. with the kids. And they're like, my mom doesn't know what to get. Could yeah. you tell me something? That's a great idea. <laughs> so, yeah. That's this so is cool. this is a very easy and... Or for your also, friends who have kids. Yes. Like a baby... Sh- that'd be a great <gasps> baby shower girl. Because they have the board books. Yes. And then it's there for a whole year. Oh, my God. Oh, I love it. I have a baby shower coming up, so <laughs> I'm just going to keep that in mind. Yeah, please do. Yes, that's awesome. Because I also, they just, uh, in my experience with them, they also are a very good company. Yeah, which they I seem also, wholesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I also really like supporting companies that are yeah. doing cool things yeah. in a new way. Yeah, like they care about what they're doing and they're doing it with um, integrity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Wholesome sounds weird to describe yeah, a company. It does. It seems like with, the with good integrity. old wholesome company. <laughs> we all drink our vitamin D milk. <laughs> um, no, but they, it seems like they actually have passion for what they're doing. That's yes. really cool, Martha. Yeah. So did they, uh, did they send it to you? Do you want to talk yeah. about that? Yeah. So they reached out to me and were like, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. Would you like a sample? Um, in exchange for a, a honest review yeah. of the product. Yeah. And I was like, yes, because <laughs> yes, please. I am always looking for new books to read with yeah. my kiddos. Um, they have grown tired of the paperback. Absolutely. And Cinder Edna, which are two of my favorite books <laughs> and will never die, but <laughs> you can only read them so many times. Yeah. Well, and it, it gives them a rest on that book and you can go over here and then that, cause then they can enjoy the other book again. Yes. You it books, are still pleasurable even when you leave them, but it's nice to, you need the novelty. Novelty yes. is so important. That's really cool. And also for nannies that have their own personal library, yeah. this is a good yeah. way to expand your Absolutely. personal library with less research. <laughs> or even like, prof- I have a friend who, um, she works with children with autism mm-hmm. and she works for a company in particular. Um, and they like go, she does in-home therapy mm-hmm. for these children. And she has to bring a lot of her own tools for the children. Right. Um, 
but it's like that would be great she's got like a bag right in her car and that would be great for her too to change yeah. out and like they could have a library at work that's so cool yeah there's so many I'm so amped about this great ways to use this um and yeah and it it is really exciting yeah. like even i was excited to get like a box yeah. and then open gifts because yeah. books are gifts absolutely um every story I is love a gift it. so that's really cool yeah way to go book Roo. yeah way you to seem go super cool <laughs> um i will so, be getting you as baby shower gifts from and guess what? I'm 28, so everyone's having babies yes, in my life. So I will be giving babies. you plenty of business. Yeah, and you should think about it too because yeah. I I really enjoyed my experience with them yeah. and will be ordering on behalf Me of other too. people. That's so cool. From them. So. That's so cool. Yay! Way to go, Bookroo. Way to go, Martha. Way yeah. to go, Chronicles of Nania. Visit bookroo.com. <laughs> okay, bye. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much, Katie. You're welcome. Is there anything else? I don't think so. Write in with questions. I'm yeah. sure I'll lay in bed tonight and be like, oh, you didn't say that thing. I know. It'll be fine, though. We'll all survive. We'll all survive. And if you are sitting there and thinking, man, she didn't say that thing, write in the Chronicles <laughs> of Nania at gmail.com and, and then I'll get her to say the thing. <laughs> um, and Nailed it. Yep. Nailed it. Um, we end each episode with a fun story or quote, and Katie has brought one. I have. I have. I um, was <laughs> recently watching Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, mm-hmm. um, which is a Jerry Seinfeld TV show. I think it's on Netflix. I can't remember if I was watching it on Netflix or Amazon. Okay. Um, I think it's Netflix. But uh, he had an episode with Jim Gaffigan recently. Okay. And he was like, you know, Jim Gaffigan said, you know what I love about kids? He was like talking about all their things that are great about them. And he's like, and you know, when you knock on the door, when they're in the bathroom, they just say, come in. (laughs) They invite you in. They don't have any shame or fear. It's just total openness and intimacy. And they're just invite you in while they're defecating. (laughs) And, um, I actually am someone who's like not into like bathroom intimacy for especially for other people's children and myself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to because right. they're too small and you can't leave them or um but the little girl I nanny for now whenever she she just really wants to talk to you while she's in the bathroom mm-hmm. and I'm the queen of I'll talk to you about that when you come out or I can't wait to hear about that when you come out. <laughs> um or if I'm in the bathroom, I'll say, I'm going to finish using the restroom and then I'll, we can, we can talk about that later. And, um, she, oh, I just thought of another great story to tell you about the bathroom. <laughs> but, uh, the other day she was like, she was going to the bathroom and she was like, Katie, so this is my butt. And I was like, what? I didn't hear what she'd said. And so right. I was worried. I was like, what did you say? And she was like, Katie a big splash of water just hit my butt. And I was like, mm. did you drop a big poop into the toilet just now? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, that happens sometimes. Cool. So we're on that level now again. Um, oh my she's hilarious. Gosh. Can I yeah. tell you one more? Yeah. If I told you the encyclopedia story? I don't think so. It has to do with the bathroom as well. Okay, great. And uh, this is another instance. This is part of why we don't really talk when she's in the bathroom. Uh-huh. Um, she, we had been talking about encyclopedias and what they were at lunch. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes in the middle of lunch, she feels the need to go to the bathroom Mm -hmm. because you know, food just moves everything along. Right. And so 
she was going to the bathroom and she goes, Katie, and I don't normally talk to her when she's in the bathroom too. So I was like, yes. She goes, can you, can you learn about bathroom stuff in the encyclopedia? (laughs) And I was like, what do you mean? I wasn't sure she was talking about plumbing or what. She's like, like things that you do in the bathroom. And I was like, oh, well, I'm sure you can if you wanted to. And she goes, I don't want to. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And then a few minutes go by and she goes, I sure am taking a long time. And I said, sometimes that happens in the bathroom. We all take a long time sometimes. And she goes, I try never to say what I'm doing in the bathroom. I try to say what I'm doing in the bathroom or you know what I'm doing in the bathroom or I know that you know what I'm doing in the bathroom. (laughs) And I was like, wow, you sure do know a lot of ways to say what you're doing in the bathroom without actually saying what you're doing in the bathroom. She goes, yeah. And then she pauses for a second and she goes, right now I'm doing both of the things I do in the bathroom. (laughs) And I laughed. I just laughed. And then she goes, Katie, why are you laughing? She didn't, she didn't understand why it was, it was so funny. That's so cute. But I thought it was, I related to Jim Gaffigan Uh when he said that about all the bathroom intimacy. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's my story. Two stories. Those were both beautiful. (laughs) Thank you so much. And hilarious. Thank you so much. And a great way to end this episode. (laughs) When you do uh, weekend sets, you're going to get real intimate. Yeah. You're going to get real intimate. (laughs) It's going to be great. Just, be aware (laughs) um well thank you so much katie thank you it's my pleasure it was great to be back yeah it was wonderful to thanks for listening francis yeah it's all martha's line (laughs) but we won't fight about it because she's so nice (laughs) not on the air get ready Uh, let's rewind (laughs) thank you so much martha (laughs) and thank you all for listening we'll see you next week Chronicles of Nania is produced and hosted by Martha Reddick. Artwork by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nania and on Twitter at Nania Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.